Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Rebel Quarry Tower, a late-night player's podcast dedicated to trading card games, specifically Magic the Gathering. My name is Tim. I am your host, joined by my favorite co-host, Rob. Hi, this is Rob with NPR, and this is Paper. <laughs> and, of course, Shauna. Hey everybody, what's up? She's the one. Never mind. All right, so we don't have much news to discuss this week as the Doctor Who Commander decks are the biggest thing on the forefront, which those released this Friday the 13th. Spooky. Sorry, that was lame. Anyways, so we're just going to jump straight into today's topic, which we're going to be discussing longevity and excessive use of our decks. When is it time to call deck done? When should we look at killing a deck? Maybe we're cannibalizing it too often to fit in new releases, or maybe we just play it way, way too much and need something new. So, Rob, do you have any thoughts on that? Give me this. Give me this. this is my pipe bomb now. Hey, guys. Uh, let's uh, kick it real for a second. Uh, so, I personally don't have any decks that I think need to not be like that need to be retired as my decks pop off maybe once twice a year uh my dragon decks a little much but it rarely pops off uh my dinosaur decks a little much but it rarely pops off it you've got to have the perfect combo don't look at me like that uh and quite frankly I'm too lazy <laughs> to uh build a new deck I just I, I don't like building new decks. Nothing really calls to me that much. Now, the Doctor Who ones, I want to make an 11... No. Do I want to make an 11 river deck? Or do I just want to make a straight river deck? I can't remember what I discussed. A straight river deck. Yeah, I would like to do that. Um. Now, however, Tim over here has some bleep decks... I'm gonna censor. No, I'm gonna censor myself. No, I want the little kids to listen to this. I want the little kids to know what a little punk bleep you are. Um, kids, bully anyone named Tim. So Tim's got his little mill deck, his little elf deck, his little what other punk decks do you have? Which one? Elf is the worst. Elf is the worst. Shauna is saying elf is the worst. Oh yeah. Uh, kids, listen to Shauna. She's pretty. You listen to pretty people. Uh, the elf deck. Wait, 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 wait. What, what, do, you, what do you do? You, you summon like a thousand freaking tokens, and it's like a, it's like an overpower deck. And he does it every time. This kid, this thirty-year-old man-child, will sit here and and build an army. Never attack. Never attack. No, he can't attack. No, each one of those tokens is too precious. Can't attack. I don't. That thing happens like once every like, like works once every like five freaking plays. It's not even worth it. It's not even worth mentioning. Atraxa. Everyone knows Atraxa's little punk bleep. Guys, I'm doing really good being an adult right now and not cussing. Sean, you got something to say? Hold on, hold on, guys, hold on. Sean's got something to say, and she's pretty. Listen to her. So, great personality too. Me and Tim both have Atraxa decks. 
look at the way that he plays it versus how I play it. How do you play it, Tim? I usually play stacks Traxa where I am playing it in a way to power up combos and cards that keep other people from playing the game. Like Dovin Bond, get off his ultimate and yeah. I'm just saying, okay, so if you come into, if you go to a table, and you're sitting there, and you're like, hey guys, I want to play some Commander, okay? You need to, like, you need to be prepared to say, hey guys, I want to test a deck out, or I want to play Hardcore Commander. I don't know what that is. He said rule zero. I don't know if you could hear him. I don't know what that is. But I'm just saying, like, if you want to have fun, play a fun deck. Don't go in there, guns blazing. I'm, okay, I'm going to tell you guys. I'm going to tell you a story. This is Uncle Rob's time now, okay? <laughs> I'm going to tell you guys a story on how I learned how to play Magic, okay? I was like, hey, guys, I'm little Rob. I'm a cute little kid. Don't put me in your van. And I'm like freaking 20-something. Cute as a button. And I'm like, I want to learn how to play Commander. So someone, a uh, friend, I'm going to put that in air quotes, like, oh, yeah, I'll teach you how to play. This guy sits me down with his freaking angel deck. Probably Kalia. I don't know. It wasn't Kalia. It was an all-white angel deck. I don't even know what the frick it was. Some little punk bleep deck. I don't know. And instead of teaching me, how to play commander. He just plays like, hey, I'm doing this, 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 this. You lose. I'm like, oh, shoot. I didn't even know we were playing yet. That shouldn't be how you play. Have fun, guys. This is a game. Are you are you on the pro circuit? No. Does does Magic actually care about commander? No. What? Oh. Commander's the money maker. Oh, it is? It is? That's why they outprice it for everybody to be able to buy it? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! I'm on my soapbox right now, guys. This is this is what's it called? What's this called? Reliquary Tower? No, this is Robicory Tower now. This is Uncle Rob's corner. Yeah, so retire your decks, guys. Got a family. Oh God, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. God, that one dude died, didn't he? That sucks. That guy's name. That sucks. That's. Anyways, uh, yeah, so I don't know. Maybe just have fun. Maybe quit. Maybe if you want to play uh, uh, angry deck that people are going to hate, let them know ahead of time so they can play their angry decks. And then y'all can now hate magic together. I don't know. Oh, oh, sorry, guys. Uh, the pretty one with the great personality wants to talk. Shauna. You're cute. So, actually, upon further reflection, we all do the same thing every time we play and think it's going to turn out differently. That's true. That's the definition of insanity right there. So, to paint a picture of what our normal commander night would look like. This is what you wanted! <laughs> this is what you wanted! So you brought this into our house. So, like, Rob would usually choose either his dinosaur or his cat deck. I love my cat deck. So we'll say you choose your cat deck. You're putting out your little kitty cats. You're all happy about putting out your kitty cats. Correct? Yeah, I love it. And you want those kitty cats to just destroy everything. Yeah, you start attacking pretty quick. 
Yeah, it's more of an aggressive deck. It's fine. I'll mainly want to get my Johnny's out. Mm-hmm. Tim is over there with his elf deck or something else that makes tokens. And he's over there with an abacus <laughs> trying to figure out how many tokens he has. And then I'm over there and I pull out usually a snake-themed deck because I've got, like, what, four now? Five now? And until I can make a bearded dragon deck, it will happen one day. But I will be sitting there putting out my cute little, like, one-one snakes and getting all happy about it. And then it gets killed by Dave or somebody else. And then I release all the Krakens. Release. Release and unleash. Because normally I'll just sit there and make my little snakies. And I'm happy just to sit there and look at the art and call it a day. And everybody will leave me alone until somebody decides not to. And then I just start moilating on them. And usually that's about the two and a half hour mark. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah. Thank you for bringing that up. Thank you for bringing that up. So... You know you need to get rid of a deck when you you can start your turn. Shauna can go off to her craft room, her uh, her her uh, what do you call it? Your office, her office, and do a whole resin pour. And the amount of time it takes you to figure out how many tokens you made that turn, and that's just main phase one, y'all. That's not even. We're not even going to attack phase because, oh, oh, guess, guess what phase doesn't exist at this freaking table? The attack phase. Everybody's like, oh, hold on, hold on. I've never gotten this to work before, and I've almost got it to work. Please let me do it. And I'm like, okay, and then I wipe the board, and then we start over. We really just need to become more. Yeah, that's the thing. That's the thing. We just gotta be more aggressive. Tim? What was the topic? <laughs> I can't remember at this point. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, okay. Here's Tim, guys. Here's Tim. Don't worry. His turn won't take 30 minutes, I'm sure. The primary topic was, when's it time to call a deck done? I think we just freaking told you. <laughs> All right, so... <laughs> I like to keep all my decks on MTG Goldfish. <laughs> I really should switch them over to Mox. Uh, oh, no. Mox filled. Yeah, that's the one everybody loves. Uh, Mox the filling? The medicine? So looking here, I have 45 decks. I thought you only had two. <laughs> well, hold on. I've only ever seen two. Well, I mentioned four. I thought you only have four. Let's see, I have, what's some good ones here? I have my Stranger Things deck. I think we've only seen that once. Yeah. I've played at least three times, all three times I lost. I'll take, hold on, bring it back. I will take that back. I did build a Stranger Things deck as well. The Stranger Things D&D deck, that is actually quite fun. It does not work. It does not work ever, but it's fun. I have, I'm on my second version, I think, of Light Paul's. Which I absolutely love, yeah, but I think that's one that you listed. What else? What's another good one here that I play a lot? Lathril, Blade of the Elves, the black green elf deck. 
I don't. I honestly don't know that I remember that one. Keep in mind. Keep in mind the amount of times we get together and play Commander anymore. You probably did play that the last time, and that could have been like three freaking months ago. Fair, but I uh, see so you mentioned the mill deck. There's my lands matter deck that generates the um, elemental tokens. It has the elf avatar. See, it's an F theme here. I have my homeward bound cat dog deck. I do remember that. That that one doesn't get a lot of play though. You don't play it a lot. Um, Golos, I miss Golos. That's still on here, but it's banned. My mono friendly black games, deck. Bro. Friendly games. When was the last time you played the mono black deck? Okay, not wrong. Uh, my wolf deck that generates a lot of wolf tokens. When was the last time you played that? Ready the mono red deck. I remember that deck. I don't remember the last time you played that deck. Okay, so so if you don't want the truth bomb, man, don't bring up the topic. So it looks like what you're saying is, even though I have dozens upon dozens of decks built, I you only ever remember me playing four, primarily. Yeah, those are the ones you like playing. Well, okay. Keep in mind something again. When we get together for Commander, you and Dave basically have a uh, a, a deck size contest going on. You're like, oh, Dave, you're playing this deck. Well, looks like I'm gonna have to play this deck. That's not wrong. That's not a bad thing to do. It's just variety's the spice of life, but you can have one main deck. But you and that deck can have an agreement to play with other decks. Like, just saying. Like, your mains are out. I would say your mains are out. I would say it's a tie between that and Atraxia, yes. Okay. Oh, I got to. Okay, well, throwing a third deck in there is a little bit more difficult. But I'm just saying, you know. Okay, so... I was for a while trying to do the uh, the challenge of building a commander deck for each one of the color combinations. Oh, yeah. You ain't got room for that. Nobody's got room for that. Uh, there's one gentleman yeah, on YouTube buy, buy a house that actually makes a commander deck for each legendary creature that comes out. I don't know how, but he does. I don't have time, money, or space for something of that nature. That just seems like a lot of time. Is he married? I believe so. I'm not for sure. I'll have to look up. I have to look up his YouTube channel, and I'll link it in the show notes. No, don't worry about it. Look, have we not answered your question? I mean, what is the what is the answer you want us to give you? No, you guys are giving me good stuff here. I that was the whole conversation. Is it, okay? Maybe it was more me wanting to have like a little therapy session to figure out. Am I playing certain decks too much? Should I stop trying to do the challenge and focus on just a handful of decks? Because that, that's another problem. Is when you have so many decks, you have to buy so many copies of cards or you're cannibalizing decks. You, We have had this conversation where you can have a proxy, like have a proxy binder with you and put the proxy cards in there in your deck and have the actual card in your binder that way you can be like oh hey I have the card but I just I have it in like 
20 other different decks. I don't want to use, I don't want to keep pulling out due to, you know, you don't want to mess your card up. I don't know why you don't just do something like that. Not for sure. Although I did. Great answer. That's my only answer. Okay. I did build a new deck here recently. Um, well, not recently. I, well, when, when did it? I post it back in January. Well, it's because I can't bring myself to sleeve it up and play it because it's uh, $1,100. I just, I'm in the opinion that commander decks can only fall into three categories. And when it gets up that high, I feel like I'm trying too hard. But I only need that's, to. That's, that's the line. <laughs> Money is the line of trying too hard. Not when you have to pull out four other playmats across the table for all your tokens. Okay. So the thing with the tokens is no, that. We get the tokens from these well, no, no. Players, they know. Yes, I have doubling season and primal vigor out. And the elves just generate. Lots of value. That's why I love the elf deck. Value. You know what? I haven't seen you play. Now I'm thinking about it. I haven't seen you play in a. I can never remember, like any like graveyard deck. That would have been my uh, Sir Conrad that everybody got mad about, and I stopped playing. It's his mono black deck. Yeah, no one got mad at that deck. I think maybe you're misremembering it. Be like, oh. You're real mad at that mono black deck. <laughs> That's the one that they were mad about. Tim. It's been a while ago. Tim, sleeve up your deck and bring it and play it. Is it a good deck? Is it like a, like a, like a punk deck? It's a uh, Jota Super Friends deck. Every creature in the deck and every Planeswalker is legendary. So they all get Cascade. And so I I would play like, say, oh, Vornclex. He's a six-drop creature, legendary. It'll Next creature I cast will, or Planeswalker. I play a build similar to it on um, MTG Arena. And usually by turn five, uh, five or six, I've got eight creatures, ten Planeswalkers on the board. You know, maybe I was a little selfish about telling you to play a new deck. <laughs> you know, the oldies are goodies for a reason, right? They're they're the classics for a reason. No, seriously, you bring that. I'll bring my dragon deck or my dinosaur deck. I'll even let you pick. And I will just spank you. I will just absolutely destroy you. It does not matter what your deck is. I will spank it. Bring you should it. build a deck just for fun. Pick a stupid theme and not try to make it just OP. I did. That was my Stranger Things deck that has yet to ever win an actual game. Because it, it has 11 win conditions built into it because the commander is 11. Do you have fun with it? Or are you one of those? Are you one of those players that gets frustrated and only has fun if you're winning? No, I am not that way. Oh, 
I he am. I am of the opinion that I would just like my deck to. Okay, there are four people in a pod normally for commander. Logically, you should at least win one game. If you play four games and you win one, that's twenty five percent. Your your deck's win rate should be at least twenty five percent. One of every four games. If I've played that Stranger Thing deck six times and won zero times with it. It's not fun. It's frustrating me because I should be better at building decks than that. Do you know how frequently I have won with my Sin Triplets or even my Stranger Things deck? It's low. The Sin Triplet one you used to win quite a bit with. You stopped playing it. I don't remember. It's been so long. But my Stranger Things deck, it very rarely pops off. I think my River Song deck may not really pop off the way I wanted to, but I'm going to have fun with it because when you're building a deck, it's... The heart of the cards is in there, Tim. Your Vanguard is in there. Your Commander is your Vanguard. You should be having fun with it. You shouldn't be going out there to be like, oh yeah, I'm the best. Oh yeah, look at my 500 elf. Look at my... Look at my 30 win conditions. Ooh, look, I made you mill all your deck in turn one. It shouldn't be about that. It should be about getting together with your friends, playing around a commander, having fun with it. Not always about winning. So that's something some people in our at this table and maybe elsewhere may have forgotten. So when talking about win more and try hard decks. I have my Light Paul's deck on MTG Arena also. Historic Brawl. I was playing the other night, and at one point I had 22,000 plus one plus one counters on her. My life total was over 23,000, but I couldn't win because I had one creature, Light Paul's. They had a Bitter Blossom out, so every turn they were, every one of their upkeeps, they were generating a blocker that was flying. I just couldn't get around it. Yes, watching all those tokens just keep stacking up, that was fun. Yeah, but that's a lot better because then you're not spending a lot of time stacking the tokens. You know, I'm going to say that I could go outside right now to the side of the house and have a conversation with my brick wall that would probably comprehend what I'm trying to say and actually agree with me quicker than you're going to. I agree with you. I should try building a more fun deck and not take the game so seriously. And maybe I ought to seriously consider pulling back on a couple of the decks so that I can focus and fine-tune them so that maybe I can get their win rates up. Yeah, that's what I've been talking about, Tim. Take your decks and make them more punky. Look, I don't think you need to stop caring about whether or not you're winning or losing. Everybody wants to win. It doesn't matter if you're trying to have fun or not. Everybody wants to win. But I think there's a time and a place to care about winning as much as you are caring about winning. And I think that may be at a competition. 
go to your local game store for some Friday Night Magic or whenever you can and play in tournaments if winning is your main objective. I I don't... It's not about winning. It 100% is not about winning. It's about the validation that I built a solid deck and I've maintained a solid deck that some Joe Smo off the street just to throw something together and wipes the floor with me. Tim, I hate to tell you. This is something we dealt with in UGO, in DBZ, pretty much any card game. Net decking will always be possible, my friend. You can always go online and find what the winning deck is of the like the flavor of the moment, and somebody can just build that. Now, if you want validation, I can't think of better validation for you than the fact that when you pull out certain decks, everyone at the table is just like, eh, I'd just rather not play Magic today than play these decks. That is a nice feeling. Yeah, you've made people quit. What could be better for you? Okay, in my defense, I have toned down the elf deck. I've taken out certain cards that have made it very... Um, Oh, oppressive in this token generation. Uh, maybe. Maybe you have. I don't know. I'm just telling you my experiences. You asked for our opinions and our experiences, and we've given them to you. And I don't know if Shauna agrees, but it seems like you're not, uh, you're not responding very well to that. Well, I've already said I'm going to try building more fun decks. Ones that or less how'd you put it punk bleeps punk bleeps yep. okay oh Sean maybe do like every other one so it's not like you're just trying to beat people down every single time alright so the last question on this topic was how many decks are too many decks realistically Well, if you've got to roll a dice to pick which one you're going to play that day, it's probably too many. At least too many that you're carrying with you. I think if you are going to play a game, like you're going to a game night, and you're like, hey, we're going to play some Magic tonight, understand that a four-player commander game takes, like, in this house at least, like two to three hours. You're only going to get maybe two, three at most games in only bring three decks. Maybe four if you want to have an alternate. But uh, I'd say too many is whenever you run like you aren't having fun making them. Because there's no point in making a deck just to make a deck. Good point. Good point. But also, if you run out of snakes. Yeah. Always have the snakes for Shauna. Alright, so our closing little segment in honor of the fact that this upcoming Friday is in fact Friday the 13th and we are joined by the co-host of HorrorMovieHorrors.com HorrorMovieHorrors on TikTok, HorrorMovieHorrors podcast, all that stuff. I want to hear from these two what their opinion on is the best in the Friday 13th series 
You put me in my element. I know I did. Good man. So here's the thing. And I believe you said it was uh, Jason Bloom about the Friday the 13th reboot that they're working on. This so-and-so that I will admit made a great horror studio out of Bloomhouse decided to say, Shauna, I don't know if you heard him tell me this story. He said that unless it's a camp with Jason Voorhees killing people, it's not Friday the 13th. Disagree. The first Friday the 13th is the best Friday the 13th. And spoiler alert, how many ever years it's been, he was not the killer. So I'm going to say either Jason 1 or Friday the 13th 1. Sorry to interrupt. I just want to say the exact quote. So Jason and I are definitely in agreement that Friday the 13th is the thing. Sorry. This is Ryan Turek. Turek? Who spoke uh, about Exodus Believer and the topic of Friday the 13th came up. So his quote was, Jason and I are definitely in agreement that Friday the 13th is the thing we would love to get our hands on. I really want to go back to the basics. You don't need too many ingredients for a Friday the 13th film. You need the summer camp, you need campers, and you need Jason Voorhees in the mask. Listen, I've gone record saying Halloween is the ultimate slasher film for me. That's my favorite slasher of all time. But Friday the 13th is a franchise that I just bow down to. I love everything about it. And if we were able to live in both worlds, we'd like to do Halloween and then be able to live at Crystal Lake for a while. I just want to say the full quote. Okay. So, having heard that quote, I will agree that Jason is what made the franchise what it is. But the first one, the best one, is all about mommy. Now, having said that, I do believe that Jason X is also a really close second. Yeah, yeah. Look at me like all you want. Jason in space. And also Freddy vs. Jason. I will have to agree that the first one is the best. Because, first off, twist ending. Second off, like, kind of made the whole... uh, Oh, everything's okay. Oh, just kidding. So, yeah, that's always a great time for me. I am... Rob and I disagree on this. Rob loves a satisfying ending. I love a very unsatisfying ending on things. Like where you don't know what's happening or just any... Like, where I'm left questioning, that's what I love. Rob does not love that. Rob wants it wrapped up in a bow. (laughs) No. No. Okay. Let me clarify that, Missy. I like a satisfying ending, yes. I don't have to have the good guy win. I don't have to have the bad guy locked up or dead or anything like that. I don't even have to have the ending make sense. But if I'm reading a book or listening to an audiobook or watching a movie, I don't want to go out of there being like, I just wasted my time with this. I want it, unless I know for a fact that something's getting a sequel or another season or another book or anything like that, I want it to be wrapped up to where I'm not like, oh, wow, this is... Okay, so the bad guy got away... 
good guy got locked up in prison got or died or whatever and the person that should have been punished got away with everything that's so boring you know why shauna shauna look because that's freaking real life the bad guy gets away with everything <laughs> the bad guy gets to become freaking president and try to be president again you know sorry to turn this political but that's the that's the bad guy that everybody knows right now it's just annoying like i go to these things to get an escape from reality not to be like oh wow this is i could have saved some money and just turned on the freaking news okay i'm off my soapbox hey kids if you need any life lessons uh email email whatever this place is at whatever mail.com it is uncle rob and he'll give you more life lessons like the bad guy always wins and there's the hope well on that note i'm gonna say my favorite one is friday the 13th um part two no 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 you were googling it i was trying to see what you're googling it that's not your favorite if you're googling it no, I was trying to see what other horror movies took place on Friday the 13th because I was going to try to be smart and be like, ha ha. I know what you did last Friday the 13th. But it's also Halloween. Yeah. And it's last time. But yeah. Um, well, thank you for that, Rob. I wasn't expecting you to dive headfirst into that like that, but love it. What, man? You want some freaking real? This is real, man. That is Uncle Rob, and the email address that he was referring to was thelatenightplayers at gmail.com. Hey, Rob, who do you want to see in season two of One Piece? Okay, so... Man. Uh, is it Tom Tom Chopper? Man, I'd love to see him, but... Okay, so here's the thing. Okay, so they're talking about they want to go the same approach as they took with Arlong, which would be practical effects, which I don't know how that would look. I think they should just go the Detective Pikachu route. Because, you know, in, in the Pokemon movie, the Detective Pikachu movie, they made them look like they could exist in real life. You know, the ones that needed fur had fur. The ones that needed feathers had feathers. But then you had somebody like Psyduck, who's a duck, and he didn't really have feathers, did he? He had, like, fur. It's this duck in his name. Oh, man, you just blew my freaking mind. Okay, yeah, you know, give me that. Give me Jamie Lee Curtis. Give me her as the doctor, and I'll be good. Somebody brought up uh, um, Pedro Pascal's The Bounty Hunter. That'd be cool. Oh, kids, the bad guy always wins. <laughs> Man, I feel like it's been enough for me talking. Hey, I, I appreciate it. You, you are the ones the fans love, because you keep it, as the kids say, real. I've got I've got depression riz boy. <laughs> All right. So on that note, we're going to bring this one to a close. Short, simple, a little therapy session. Lord, how long was that? Almost 40 minutes. Good god. How long do you want it to be? I think a good podcast about 2 hours. 2 hours? What? That's with that's with ads though. And we will never have ads cuz we are brought to you by the wonderful supporters of patreon.com youtube.com and viewers like you that was a pbs thing ask your parents about it kids 
Okay, guys. So here's the thing about ads. Tim doesn't want to be owned by the man. Man, if somebody wants to like throw some support, like like Wizards of the Coast, if you want to like give us something so we can like keep this going, I I'll lie and say that you're the good guy that wins, not the bad guy. Ah, <laughs> guys, what are we doing, man? Tim's trying to give up on this, and I say don't. Let the good guy win for once. Yeah, show your support. Yeah, yeah, show your support. Tell him that you guys want a TikTok. Yeah. Like a TikTok series of him building his favorite deck. His one deck. Like, I don't know, man. I've got depression riz today, so that's my new thing. I'm going to get a shirt. I'm going to get tattooed. I'm trying to get this to that two hours that he wants it to be at. I'm kidding. I'm giving it back. I'm I'm done. I don't want to be here anymore. This episode. Next episode, I'll be right back. Same questions. And money. All right. With that, we're going to bring it to a close. For the Late Night Players, I'm Tim. You can find me at all the social places the Late Night Players are at. Rob and Shauna, where can they find you guys? Uh, you can find me at Random Axe Extra if you want to see some really stupid earrings and doing a drawing challenge this month with uh, retro supply so you can see that um, <sighs> guys I don't know where you can find me I haven't even really found myself yet <laughs> I just turned 35 and I have no idea what I'm doing with my life I've got a supportive girlfriend a house a job I don't know man I don't know what I'm doing I'm trying to get a job at NPR. You can find me at horrormoviehorrors.com on TikTok. This is plastic now. ASMR. Okay. Yeah, that's it. All right. Uh, Tim, where can they find you at? Oh. Oh, you gotta get it. Like I said, you can find me everywhere the late night players are at. This has definitely been probably one of the more fun ones we've done so far. I mean, I know this is only our fifth episode, but yes, are doing it more. I know. Do it once a week, buddy. Anyways, you all take care, be safe out there, and until next time, keep your dice warm. Happy gaming. <laughs>